Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, it's Jason Falls. If your company or maybe one of your clients sells to marketers, you look for advertising channels that guarantee business marketers are paying attention, right? Let me introduce you to the Marketing Podcast Network. You're listening to it right now. It's a network of podcasts all about marketing. So 100% of MPN's audience are marketers. Reach them by advertising on the Marketing Podcast Network. Learn more and find our media kit at marketingpodcasts.net. Right, so it doesn't, if you don't have downloads, it doesn't mean you can't get sponsored. It doesn't mean you can't make money. You just gotta be a little more creative. You're listening to the business of podcasting. And on this show, we focus on the money side of podcasting. Some of the top industry experts come on the show to tell us how they have monetized their shows. This means you get access to real stories and real life strategies that have benefited podcasters for the last 10 to 15 years. You also get access to solo content where you learn how to monetize your own show and you learn really in-depth strategies to make money from your podcast. So if you want to monetize your podcast, subscribe now. Oh man, welcome back to the business of podcasting. I'm super excited about this episode, man. We're going to jump right into this one. Three things you didn't know about podcast monetization. I wanted to really cover this because there are so many misconceptions out there about making money podcasting. Everybody's trying to chase a sponsorship and trying to build a big following and chasing downloads. And it's just so much wrong information out there. And I know that it's wrong. Most of it's wrong. And I blame myself and I want to apologize to my audience because I honestly have been holding back. I can say I have not been putting out my best content or my best information in the past like two years. I've been really just slow footed on it, honestly. So I'm, I'm about to turn it up a notch and I'm telling you it is time. We here. We here. So let's get it. Number one, the first thing you don't know about podcast monetization is that downloads do not matter. As much as you think. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you they don't matter at all. I'm not going to lie to you like that. But they don't matter as much as podcasters obsess over them. You know, sitting there refreshing the stats page, just hoping to get a random amount of a ton of downloads and obviously new subscribers. None of that stuff is important. I'm going to be honest with you. Like the reason why is because if you have a small audience, but you can leverage other audiences, you can still make money. Right. And I can tell you, downloads don't matter because I've gotten shows sponsored before the show is even out. I kid you not. I've had sponsors. I've had contracts signed. I've sold products. I've gotten users on SaaS products. And 
I didn't even have a podcast at the time. Like I've made money in multiple ways uh, from the podcast without actually having anything out. Like at the most, I'll have a name and maybe even a logo. Sometimes not even that. I'm telling you, one of my biggest contracts I got was for 12 episodes of a season of a show. And it was literally, I kid you not, it was signed about two weeks before we even launched the show. And it went really well because we had on some top artists and it was going really well. I don't even know why I stopped that show, honestly. Just got overwhelmed, really, to be honest. And I mean, it was fun, but I realized that I didn't want to go that far with it. In hindsight, what I should have done is hired somebody else to be on a show and just paid them to do it and built the network and do it, you know, correctly. But, you know, you live and you learn. But that was one of my best examples. And I'm not going to put the show out there because obviously it's dead or the company I work with. Um, but I do have a contract. If you want to see it, message me on Instagram at Chris Podcast and I'll show it to you. So I say downloads don't matter because what you really can replace the downloads with is leverage. If your show is new and you don't have a big audience, you use leverage. With that show that I got sponsored before we had anything out, all we did was say, hey, look, this is a concept for our show. This is where we're going with it. Here are some of the guests we're going to have on, you know, and showing them the sponsor that, look, we're going somewhere with this. We have a whole plan. We have a whole system lined up. We have high quality guests lined up, right? Being able to tell a company, hey, look, my strategy for the first, you know, two months of the show is to have on, let's say, 12 guests. And out of those 12 guests, because we'll, we'll do launch episodes and then weekly interviews. Out of those 12 guests combined, you know, the, the reach of those people is like over 50 million, right? So your brand has a chance to have, a, you know, 50 million reach because all of the guests with their email list and their social platforms and stuff added up some pretty good numbers, right? That's one way you use leverage. Another way you can use leverage is to let the brand know, hey, look, we're still growing the show, but we have access to five Facebook, face, five Facebook groups with 20,000 active members, right? So now we can get you in front of 100 engaged members. And as a bonus, if you work with us in this early stage, we'll even do a Facebook Live inside of each of the groups and promote your brand as our title sponsor there as well, right? So it doesn't, if you don't have downloads, it doesn't mean you can't get sponsored. It doesn't mean you can't make money. You just gotta be a little more creative. You have to put in a little more work than the average podcaster, right? And I think this is the thing that separates the hosts that make money and the ones that grow their show and start making more money versus the people who are always on the outside kind of just complaining about how hard it is or they give up and then come back and then give up and then come back that this is what separates them so again i want to be clear i'm not saying that their downloads don't matter because obviously if you launch the show and you get ten thousand downloads in the first week and every day you're getting you know 23 2,500 downloads. I mean, obviously you can take that and do a lot with it, but if you don't have that, it's still some money for, you know, for you to make out there. I can guarantee you that. Now, the second thing you don't know, you don't know about podcast monetization is that sponsorship isn't the way to go all the time. As much as I think sponsorship is great, I don't think that's the best route for a lot of podcasters. And I talk about this in the business of podcasting, which is linked down below. Go and get your copy now. It's on sale. In the podcast monetization pyramid, I explained that if you're a beginner podcaster, you should not be chasing sponsors. Now, can you leverage if you have access to communities and stuff like I mentioned before, you leverage all of that and you have those conversations because it's very much possible possible for you to get the deal you want. But if you don't, if you don't have the downloads, if you don't have the communities, if you don't have anything to leverage to get a deal, 
the best, the absolute best thing for you to do is be an affiliate for the brands that you do want to sponsor you. Now, some people will tell you that that's stupid or tell you that you shouldn't go that route or tell you that you need to get paid and all of that good stuff. But the truth is, early stages, you haven't done enough to get paid yet. If you don't have a community that you can love, you haven't done a work to find, let's say, 10 Facebook groups you could work with and leverage those communities. If you haven't done that part, then you don't deserve to get paid. Not like a sponsor. Right. You need to be on the affiliate route and showing them that you got what it takes, showing them that I'm going to promote your brand correctly. I'm going to represent you well. I'm going to promote you in this way. I'm actually going to get you leads, get you conversions. Right. That's super, super important. And I say this because a lot of podcasters literally have told me, well, I don't want to be an affiliate. I want to get paid up front. And it's like, I understand that. You know, I get it. I get it. I completely understand but the truth is, if you don't have anything to leverage, you cannot demand anything up front. You just can't. You don't have anything to give them to where they have to work with you. I think it's better to go into the relationship and in good faith where you just let the company know, look, this is where I'm starting at. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to grow. And this is how I want to work with you in the future. To get us started, I'm going to promote you. I'll sign up as an affiliate. It's just a better approach than going in what a lot of podcasters do. And I've seen the messages and emails from companies. A lot of podcasters are going to Instagram and LinkedIn accounts, messaging companies, demanding sponsorship. Which, if you think about it, is fucking insane. I'm going to just be real. That's insane. If you don't have an audience and your show is new and you're brand new to podcasting, you don't have a ton of followers on Twitter. You have no reason why they should work with you in the first place. Who are you to think you can demand anything? You should be dying to build a relationship and a connection with somebody in a company so that when you are in a position or closer to it for sponsorship, it's easy deal to close. Now, you can't close that deal if you walk in demanding shit. You can't do that. So I just I would advise every podcaster to not take that route. It's better to go around the sponsors. Don't lean on them and think that's the only way you can make money. There are so many other ways to get paid out here. Now, lastly, the last thing you don't know about podcast monetization is that selling courses will keep you broke. This is a very controversial opinion. I think when you're selling on your podcast specifically, master classes are better. Your master classes are better simply because when you create a master class, it's shorter. First of all, a course is going to be you know, five modules, three, four lessons in each module. You got the videos, you got downloads, you got phone calls, you got all kinds of stuff to make this course. Like, let's just say on average, it's about 30 elements to go into a course. We'll say it's about three hours of information. And that is a lot for somebody to take in and consume, obviously. It's a lot. Compare that to a masterclass. A masterclass is going to be an hour and a half, two hours at the most. And you're covering one topic. I think that's my favorite part about a masterclass is when you cover one topic, you can get your audience to their destination faster. And that's what people listen to. That's what they want from you, right? I think when you're selling courses today, because so, courses are so mainstream and they have such a bad stigma attached to them by most of the people who are aware of online courses, you shouldn't be, I wouldn't try to sell an online course to somebody unless they've already bought something else from me, right? So I like to look at my book, The Business of Podcasting, or my master classes as the best kind of like segues 
to get to the level of sponsorship or to get to the level of sales of a course, right? Look at it this way. When you put out a masterclass, it could be the step one to get them on the journey to buying your course, right? So the, the masterclass is going to be an hour and a half, and that's going to get them to this first step of, you know, the major outcome that they want. Then they get access to the whole course and they can get everything else to get the full, bigger result that they want. That's how you break it up. That's how you make money doing this. You don't go out trying to sell a course up front and making, you know, because again, when it comes to pricing, when you're trying to sell a course, you're going to sell it for two, three thousand dollars. That's what is that's what should be what it's worth, you know. But the problem is, if I sell you a course, if I try to sell you a course, it's a thousand dollars up front. That's you're going to be more iffy on that. Right. You, that's something you got to think about. Now, let's take a step back. Let's say I sell you a, ma a master class. A master class will be between 50 and 100 dollars. Right now, that's going to get you in the door. Then in that master class, I help you get your result and I give you a discount on the full course. Now, I can still charge you a thousand dollars. I can still charge you whatever I want to, but you're going to feel even more valued as a customer because you got one result already and I'm giving you a discount to go and get the rest and get the full package. Like, think about how valuable it is. I just think as a podcast, we got to play the long game. We got to play the long game. And then if I have a great masterclass, part of the long game is I can create content around that masterclass. I can create a lot of great episodes to talk about that. I can take parts of uh, of my longer course and put it into an episode and not even sell the course first. Still sell the masterclass because I want you to buy that one first. Now, I'm not saying if somebody comes to you and says, take my money, you say, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the positioning should be clear that, look, I want to help you get to this first major result. And this is kind of a branding thing. And this is kind of a tangent, but I think every podcaster that's trying to make money from their show should take a step back and think, what are the three biggest problems that my audience is facing? And from each of those big major problems, you can make a masterclass. Simple. And then when you make a masterclass from each of those, all of them can lead to the same course. As long as, you know, obviously they want the same major outcome. So again, man, when you take these basic approaches to monetizing your show you stop overthinking and overcomplicating it like you shouldn't be trying to record i've talked to some podcasters who's like oh my god i couldn't market my podcast when i launched it because i was recording my course so i can make money from it i'm like look man you ain't even gotten the listeners yet you don't even know who your listeners are and you trying to sell them a two thousand dollar course or how they say high ticket a five thousand dollar course what the hell is wrong with you nobody's gonna buy that you're going to be yelling down the hallway to nobody and nobody's going to buy from you. Now, in contrast, you could go and set up a masterclass and you actually start talking to your listeners. It's, it's, even if it's only 10, talk to all 10 of them and see what they want, what they're struggling with. Find that problem that's common amongst them, create a masterclass to solve it. And then you charge a hundred bucks for that. Then you go back to those same 10 people and say, look, the full course is ready. I want to help you get the outcome that you want. So again, I broke down all of these things that you don't know about making money podcasting and kind of show you that, first of all, there are a lot of ways you can make money doing this, number one. Number two is that you don't have to wait until you hit a specific milestone or level or some random goal you set up in your mind. You ain't got to wait for none of that. Number three, I want you to understand what your priorities should be. If you want to be profitable, you always need leverage leverage is how you make money when it comes to working with sponsors even when it comes to having customers 
that's still leverage. I have information you wanted. You pay me for that information. I have the leverage, so you have to pay me for it. Simple. So I know you probably have some questions about, you know, how do I start this? How do I make this process up? What's your masterclass? Send me your podcast on Instagram or Twitter at Chris Podcasting. And make sure you get your copy of the business of podcasting. Got a link down in the description box down below. And if you have questions, just ask me. I'm answering anything. You ain't got to pay me to talk to me for 10 minutes. I'm not like that, man. Just hit me up. Let's have a conversation. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being here. I'm Coach Chris, and I will see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Gordon Glenister hosts an outstanding podcast called the Influence Global Podcast. Gordon, tell these fine folks what they're going to get when they listen. We interview some amazing people from all around the world, whether they be influencers, content creators, brands, influencer platforms, anybody involved in the influencer industry. Um, There's some fantastic guests that make a fine listen for you. You can find them on marketingpodcasts.net, or you can also find them on my own website, which is www.gordonglenister.com. Or, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.